You're listening to Tall Americano with Rob Clark. We've all heard that saying, at least most of us have heard the saying that the best form of advertising is word of mouth. Now, that saying's been around for a long time, but ultimately, we're not sure if that could be true or not. I mean, it sounds true, and I think it is a variable, very valuable form of advertising, but ultimately, there's not a way to measure it. There's not a way that we can say for sure, without a doubt, that's the best form, meaning the best way to advertise. Now, we, we get the idea. We, we understand what it's all about, the idea that you want people to talk about your product. You want people to spread your idea. You want people to give to your nonprofit. Like we understand that when people talk in a positive way about whatever you're trying to do, it's a good thing because it's bringing awareness. It's bringing awareness to what you're trying to achieve. And the more people that are aware about it, the more likely that you're going to accomplish your goal. Now, word of mouth isn't simply always positive either. We, we have seen this now with, with movies, because if you wanted to see a movie, if you saw a trailer and you're meant, that's, that looks like a good movie. That looks awesome. I want to go see it. But we know how trailers are. They're two minutes. They can portray a movie in a positive light, but yet you hear from your friends or your coworkers about how horrible the movie is. You're less likely to go see that movie. So word of mouth does cut both ways. Yes, it can be very positive and very helpful, but yet if your product or your idea or what you're trying to push isn't any good, then it's going to hurt you just as much as word of mouth can help you. But there's another layer to this now as well, because it's no longer simply the word of mouth at the coffee shop or at the the barbershop or at the water cooler at work or at your church function, whatever it may be. Nowadays, because of the internet, because of social media, that the word of mouth is different than it has ever been before. Because now it's shareable. Now I could take somebody's word of mouth and I could amplify it myself. And a word of mouth can go viral. A video review, a movie review can go viral very fast. And so someone that is actually seeing the movie on the East Coast can tweet about it, can share about it on social media. And someone on the West Coast could see that and decide not to go to the movie at seven o'clock at night because of all the bad reviews coming in online. And so we see an amplification of the word of mouth. But something that I want to talk about today, it's an idea pulled from a book that was recommended to me that, that I read a number of years ago called Brains on Fire. Now, this is a book that was written by four separate different people, uh, edited as well by many people, but one of the authors is Robin Phillips. So if you're looking it up, uh, Brains on Fire, look up Robin Phillips and, and you'll see it. But the big idea about this book is about marketing, it's about awareness, it's about how to get your ideas to spread. Um, but one of the things that the book talks about, and just the one idea that I want to hit on today, is that when it comes to word of mouth, it's not simply the product, it's not simply your idea, it's not simply your cause or whatever it may be, but ultimately the biggest thing it comes down to when we're looking at word of mouth is trust. Because see, people don't trust your company, people trust people. 
people trust people that they know, or at least they think they know. They, they look for opinions and recommendations. Like we seek them out and we put more value on those recommendations or opinions on people that we like or people that we know well. And so ultimately when people buy from you or they listen to you or they support your cause, it's not because of your company or your product or your service First, and I mean, ultimately, they play a part, of course, but the first thing is they're looking at you. They're looking at you as a person, and do they put your trust in you? Now, because of social media, this could be amplified or like word of mouth has always been, or it can go positive or negative very quickly to a huge audience. And so we see this all the time. For example, we look for people to trust. And so Guy Fieri is this guy on the Food Network, and you've probably seen him. He, he's the guy with the spiky blonde hair and tattoos and, and big personality. And he drives his car all around the country and eating at these different places, diners, drive-ins, and dives. It's the name of his TV show. And he will go and he'll go to these places that no one, that most of us have never, ever heard of. And he will eat a dish there and he'll go on and on about how good it is. And because of that, these businesses see a huge boom in their business. They, they blow up and they're making more money and more clients and more customers than ever before. And now the little Greek restaurant in the middle of the desert between Las Vegas and Los Angeles is popular and everyone wants to eat there when they drive by because Guy Fieri told them to eat there. And we see this all the time. There's this place in Waco, Texas, and it's called Magnolia. And it's based off of a TV show, Chip and Joanna Gaines. And they, they fix up homes, and they've been around for a long time. And they built this little empire in the middle of Waco, Texas. And, and now people will go there on vacation. People will make a pilgrimage to Waco, Texas, just to see the Magnolia spot. And there's restaurants now, and there's shops, and there's places for food trucks. And, and people go there just because they put their trust in Chip and Joanna. They put their trust in Guy Fieri and him telling them where to eat. Now, the thing is, like, we don't know Chip and Joanne. We don't know Guy Fieri. We don't know these people personally, but we like them, and so we put trust in them. And it happens all the time. Because ultimately, we want recommendations, and we want to trust people, and so we're looking for it. Now, of course, this happens with people like our neighbors. This happens with people in our communities as well. So it's not just simply how do you get famous and how do you get some famous person to like your product? That's just a, a good example of how things could amplify at the biggest scale. But for most of us, that's not going to happen. For most of us, you're not going to be endorsed by some celebrity. And so ultimately, when you think about kids wearing shoes, they don't trust Nike, they don't trust Under Armour, they trust the players that wear those shoes. And that's why they wear those shoes. Now, chances are you're not going to be endorsed by Steph Curry, you're not gonna be endorsed by Serena Williams. That's probably not gonna happen. And so we need to think about how do we build trust locally with your neighbors and with the people in your community and little by little, it builds and it builds and builds. And it's almost like uh, Gladwell, Malcolm Gladwell talked about in his book, The Tipping Point, 
about hush puppies. And most of us probably don't know about hush puppies nowadays because they're, they're shoes and they're not very popular anymore. But they were on the verge of bankruptcy until a handful of kids in a certain part of New York, in the Soho district of New York City, decided that they wanted to wear hush puppy shoes. And because of that, things grew and they grew and they grew because they were the cool kids and everyone else wanted to wear what the cool kids were wearing. And so these kids, these kids in a local area in Soho were able to turn around a company, at least for a little bit. I I don't know how Hush Puppies is doing today, but enough that Malcolm Gladwell wrote about it in his book. And so that's an example of, of how if you reach people locally, it actually can make a very huge impact. Now, most of you don't have national companies. Most of us have local things. We're, we're trying to do local business, and maybe you have a local restaurant. But locally, how are you putting trust? How are you positioning yourself so people trust you, that what you say is actually what you do? Because little things like that mean so much more than anything else. And of course, your product has to be good. Of course, your idea has to be true. Of course, the profit, the nonprofit, the cause that, that you're pushing for has to be good. Otherwise, it goes nowhere. But first and foremost, you have to remember that people buy, that people believe, that people will move because of trust. And if you don't have trust, they're not going to get to anything else that you're trying to get them to do. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And it would mean so much to me if you left a rating or a comment. Reach out to me at any time at thisisrobclark at gmail.com.